Hello, welcome to the Economic and Market Watch podcast. This is John Suter, CSC. This week was the State of the Union address by our President Joe Biden. Today we are going to talk about four areas that impact the financial wherewithal of voting Americans, employment, inflation, household wealth, and lastly, income inequality in that order. These are four areas that matter most amongst many Americans and are impacted based on the state of the current economy. When evaluating metrics such as these, presidents are often given too much credit when times are good and too much of the blame when times are bad. It appears that the best of times have already happened for President Biden during his first two years. The president has been the beneficiary of two years of united Democratic control in Washington that allowed him to make significant progress on his economic and legislative agendas. However, political gridlock will likely be the hallmark of the rest of his term as he wrestles with a divided Congress along with the challenge of trying to win a second term in office. For Joe Biden, jobs growth is making history, as correctly stated in the State of the Union Address. In fact, President Biden is well on his way to becoming the greatest jobs-producing president in the United States history, slightly over 12 million during his first two years in office. Employers added a record 7.6 million workers to non-farm payrolls in 2021 and followed that up by hiring an additional 4.8 million workers in 2022. Who was the title holder for created jobs prior to Joe Biden? That would be President Bill Clinton, who created the greatest total number of jobs during his two terms in office of 18.6 million. However, let's not get too excited for the upcoming second two years in office as it only gets tougher for the president on the jobs front from here on. With a significant slowdown in the economy forecasted, or worse yet, a recession, with the current probability of happening at 65%, the median estimate of more than 50 economists surveyed by Bloomberg is for the unemployment rate to rise from a low of 3.4% now to 5% by the end of 2023. That is estimated to put 2 million Americans out of work. And keep in mind, an unemployment rate of 5% is considered conservative based on history, where during recessions, unemployment surges past 6%. Can the Federal Reserve slow the economy through aggressive interest rate hikes to tame inflation? That's the million-dollar question. And engineer what we call a soft landing. Odds are against them, but it's not impossible. High inflation is what plagued the current administration last year, with the headline CPI hitting a peak of 9.1% in June. That is when the current president's popularity was at its worst. Due to the aggressive monetary tightening by the Federal Reserve, we have seen an about-face with the CPI index falling for six consecutive months to 6.5%. Whether the Federal Reserve can slow the economy down and not flip us into recession, no one knows for sure. It's a daunting task which could have major implications on the upcoming election in 2024. Household wealth broke records, but it has declined for the past three quarters. There's nothing better than a president's economic policies padding the pocketbook of voting Americans. In fact, household net worth, the value of people's assets after subtracting their outstanding liabilities, reached a record $150 trillion at the end of 2021. Of course, where these next two years will head is anybody's guess, But given how closely people's riches are tied to the stock and housing markets, it's fair to say that we're unlikely to see the same kind of record-setting wealth as in 2021. Both of these markets have been struggling as of late. The flip side of this, unfortunately, is that income inequality has been widening. 
Those making more than the U.S. household median income, which now stands at $79,000, have all gained ground, while those below the mark are now making even less. A lot of how inequality will fare during the remainder of Biden's term will depend on the state of the economy. If inflation falls and the labor market remains tight, income inequality will decline further and perhaps restore the progress made before the pandemic. But a recession would likely worsen inequality because low earners tend to have bigger earnings cuts and longer spells of unemployment. The good news for our current president is that he took advantage of a stage that had already been set in 2020 and front-loaded a lot of positive initiatives. The bad news is these next two years are going to definitely be more challenging, and that's what many voters will be focused on as they head to the polls in 2024. That's it for today. Thank you for listening, and be sure to download the Economic and Market Watch dashboard.